This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and she is 100% pressed. Welcome to Sissy That Pod, your favourite RuPaul's Drag Race reaction podcast. It is just me this week. James has some personal commitments to attend to. So I am joined this week by the hilarious Aaron Twitchell. Who, him and I have a lovely chat about this week's episode of Drag Race The Squirrel Games, which is this odd squid game a big brother hybrid acting challenge but it was fun we had a really really cute chat so you're going to hear that in a bit before we get into it a bit of housekeeping i'm sure you've all heard of especially in ireland the chaos that's going in around twitter and facebook and all that sort of stuff and it got me very reflective this week about social media, what life would be like without it. So in a world that we might be losing these options for us to spread the word on the podcast, we would really appreciate if you would like to give us a review, to get us out on other platforms. I know Spotify are, have an option for you can review. So if you're listening to us on Spotify and you like the show, just scroll to the Pod page and give us a review. If you listen on Apple, you can do the same. It'll be hugely appreciated to get the show out there because who knows, we might have no Twitter in two weeks. Who knows how it's going. Uh, other than that, we have an episode out in our premium feed all about Dragula Titans. James and I recapped the first three episodes of it. Really, really brilliant season. If you haven't been watching it, it's definitely worth checking out. It's over on Shudder, which is a streaming service. And yeah, just high class art and drag from from those sort of queens so if you like that and you're watching it and you want to hear it it's over at headstuffpodcast.com premium feed you can sign up for five euro a month and get all our bonus content we did a deep dive on uh, down under recently and we'll be doing one on canada soon so that's all the house admin to get done let's get into the episode please welcome to the podcast aaron twitchin Aaron Twitchin, thank you so much for joining me on Sissy That Pod for this glorious episode of Drag Race UK Season 4. Before we get into it, how are you finding Season 4 compared to 1, 2 and 3? I'm loving it. Actually, I, I don't know if I've not enjoyed a series. I know some people talk about the last series being a bit of a slump. Mm. But I've liked it. I did feel at the beginning of the year that the franchise was exhausting me. Um, and I was a bit like, oh god, I'm stuck on this roller coaster of drag race. Mm-hmm. Too many episodes, but I took a break from Canada and Down Under. When it came back, I was ready. I was like, I've replenished my claps and my snaps, and I'm now I'm ready to enjoy this again. I'm thirsty for it. I'm parched. Were yeah. you sad that Dakota went like the queens were this week? So I, it's, this is the struggle that I have with the UK drag race. This it's been nice tonight because I've watched it live for whatever bbc3 is these days Mm -hmm. um but normally because i watch it with my boyfriend and we're quite religious about not missing it like we're very that's the thing that we do yeah so we by the time we get around to watching it it's sunday and uh twitter is a hell space for spoilers i hope that's the one thing that elon musk brings like (laughs) he gets rid of so many games that my timeline is empty um and i can't have any spoilers so i kind of know when something's because if you see an interview with Dakota, you're like, well, I think she might be the bottom two. Yeah. Um, so I was sad for her, but nowhere near as sad as everyone everyone else was. I was surprised by how upset people were, which made me think, oh, she must, she must be stunning in, in real life, like a really nice mm. person. Because um, I... I thought she got further. She got much further than I expected. I thought she was gone week one or two. Yeah, like when you think she was in the bottom two in the first episode. Yeah, it is kind of thinking how far she went. But I heard her acknowledge this week that she knows she got the national treasure edit. She says, "I think that is fair." Like I think she totally was. You know, they really portrayed to us how lovable she was. I think they let people fall in love with her in a way that they haven't let us fall in love with jumpers for example and jumpers... I don't, don't, don't agree don't agree well I, i'm segueing into just that, that jumpers got a lot of hate this week online for not being in the bottom because they quote deserve to and yeah i've you know as a as an irishman in the competition 
uh, you know, I've been trying to root for them for a while and it took me a while to win over them. But now I find pretty much every episode I was like, please don't be in the bottom jumpers. Please don't be in the bottom jumpers. And I really didn't want them to be in the bottom this week. So they've won me over somehow. I just don't know how it happened. I think it's all in the confessionals, like okay. in the in the camera moment, because I she's been my favorite for a while. OK, because. I, I like a like sassy, like funny in their confessional talk time queen, I think. And like that's, I think she definitely brings that, like this sort of slightly self-depreciating, but super confident, unaware of their own limitations. I, I like that in mm. human being. So I think it, she comes across well there. So I've never really understood this, like Jombas is posting through like a storyline, especially, oh, I don't want to be comparing queens, but if anyone is, overestimating their achievements it's pixie i have thoughts but so i don't think jombas has coasted through it. i think it's a crime it's a crime that she hasn't got a badge only cheryl Hall could understand this feeling okay. so like yeah i think it's criminal she hasn't got a badge it's good that she stayed through now she deserves to go on and win the entire series with no badges that that would be the iconic moment that we deserve. <laughs> I mean, I think she left at the perfect time. That runway look today, like, I think she left just as she emerged as this fully formed queen. And I think that will leave everyone really excited to see more from her. Because sometimes if you overstay your welcome, people are a bit like, mm, I, I'm not too excited. So I think she like, if she had to leave, I think she left at the right time for her. Who are you talking about, Dakota or Jumpers? Jumpers. Did you not watch the full end of the episode? Oh, sorry, <laughs> I did. I forgot she's not gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone saw Pepper make it and then was like, "Well, there's nothing more to learn here." <laughs> I totally forgot. I, I, I thought. <laughs> way you did that I was so convinced you were right that I had to question myself and then I thought I'm just gonna I brought I invite you on my podcast and I gaslight you at the end of the episode (laughs) but then I thought maybe they've done like oh they're trying something new where they do like alternative endings I thought Rue had gone a bit clue yeah I watched on (laughs) where presents she went home on where presents but she stayed on BBC3 (laughs) sorry you're so right she ended up staying how did I forget that 10 minutes after watching it that's not a good sign it's a big twist it's a big reveal you said yeah. oh we are going to go on to win and i was like oh, she's gone no she's not <laughs> and i'm actually really glad she isn't gone <laughs> Once yes, i accept that reality in my head i'm really happy <laughs> wow can't believe i got that confused on that how did you feel about this acting challenge i thought it was going to be a murder mystery somehow that's what they sort of pitched it i thought last week but it was this weird combination of big brother and squid game that i don't know if it really worked i have i always get nervous when they do an acting challenge um because the greatest acting seems to be the judges at the end pretending it was good yeah um so that had me nervous this wasn't the worst one i think they had a lot of the writers had done a lot of work on like what is i want i was gonna say what is funny but what i really mean is what is a meme um they'd really read the gifts and chucked all of them in. I thought it was going to be a murder mystery as well. And I thought it was going to be a bit of, have you seen um, Death Drop play yes. the Holly Stars? I thought it was like, yes. oh, okay. She's stolen enough drag queens from you, Rue. You might as well steal a script from her. Um, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I- we even said at the end of last week's episode, like, oh, will Holly Stars be a guest judge? We don't oh, know. Oh, right. Um, so yeah, we thought it was along those lines. Yeah. So was I pleased that it wasn't? I mean... Uh, it, it felt like maybe they'd written three scripts and they'd picked the middling bits of all three of them and just mm. pulled them together. Because um, the idea of Kim Woodburn, Bear Grylls, what's, uh, uh, Pudsey the dog, Ashley and Pudsey the dog, Davina right. McCall. And then I, it, it was like just this composite Love Island character. I'm going to go for Molly May, maybe. I was thinking it was Molly May because yeah. they said something about her earning a million or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I Like in the look and everything, none of, none of it gave Molly May. But yeah, okay. As as the, the premier Love Island contestant, let's go for Molly May. Um, like I think that's a fun premise. But stick to the, stick to the Big Brother thing. I don't think they needed to combine it with Squid Game. 
I also think I know they tried the David's dead thing with Davina's dead. Was oh, that what that was? Yeah, but it didn't work. I didn't get it because because it was Squid Game. They all knew they had to die, which totally yeah. undermined the, that joke of David's dead. That swept me by. Yeah, I was too busy wondering why the hell Danny was wearing those fucking ugly leggings <laughs> when she had the coat on, and I was like, "Why is Davina McCall in these blue Asda leggings?" <laughs> and then they did the yoga bit, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that, yes, okay." That, that joke is as thin as Davina McCall is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I thought Danny did a good job actually with Davina, and I oh, really. Definitely. I've got to give credit to the producers to manage to try and turn that edit into Danny's struggling. Like, I think narrative arc-wise over the whole series, they're really... Like, I, clearly, Danny's won to me. Like, I think I've thought that for a well, good few Chandler's weeks now. Well, won three in a row. So that is the only spanner in my works. Mm. I really like Danny, and I, I would like to see them win. Um but now that Chad has won three, that's... But we'll get to that later, I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I yeah, so... do feel like they're trying to give this, like, oh, look, see how she struggles. See how she walks on ice. She's had hard times. Like, I think they screwed her over in Snatch Game so she'd deliberately have a bad week. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that was pure pure manipulative manipulation from, from Rue there. Because even... I've never, ever laughed at the rehearsals of the acting challenge and Danny doing the really prolonged so I do want another or, you know I, I was actually that was a great choice. That. it was so funny and it just goes to show that the talent of, you know of them as a performer you know hats off to them um whereas I suppose we can get into the actual results there but yeah I thought it was a good it was, it was going to be a good idea it's I think they should have just done a full on Big Brother thing. Because I know they also had the who is she moment, but they all oh, yeah. said it in unison and to a squirrel. So again, it's like, take, just... take the uh, take the magic of the original moment, strip it and just re- repeat the script in a different moment. And then hope it, hope it resonates. And I like the way the Rue had to tell us early on that it was Alan Carr doing the squirrel. Oh yeah. Because none of us knew who she was. <laughs> like, oh, congrats, I guess. Um, and also, was there meant to, I don't know whether I'm too heterosexual to have picked up on what, this may not be the joke, but when they were like, it's a puppet, was that a Brian Conley? Do you remember back in the 90s? Like, he was like, it's a puppet. But he used to no. bash that. No. I'm Maybe there is one over 35 year old gay out there listening <laughs> please tell me i didn't make this up yeah brian Colley. i think he had like a saturday night show and he used to have this puppet and he used okay. to bash it and they went it's a puppet so i assumed that was but you could maybe right. even alan didn't get that gag yes. maybe i'm adding in gags to this thing that aren't even there and yeah giving them more credit than they deserve like, wow yeah they really worked <laughs> yeah i mean and i think they spent they spent a good amount of budget and time on that nut filler, you know. What were they? Ferrero Rochers? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'd say they were just bits of, like, roll, bits of paper, like painted crepe paper or something. I don't know. They were... They were they, they really, Is that like, where he was last week? He was in the a craft room painting Ferrero Rochers. Yeah. yeah, the Illuminated Just May is there breaking back, <laughs> yeah. painting these... Bit, just gotta get a check. brown. <laughs> We'll do it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so let's let, let's go through each of their performances then. I know the yeah. challenge comes after the run, but let, let's just we're, we guess we're talking around it. Um, so Danny was great, I think, throughout the whole thing. I really enjoyed them. Cheddar, I know Rue loved Cheddar, and I thought they were strong, but I didn't think they were as good as Danny. I thought Cheddar was actually really good. Yeah, maybe not like better, but I don't think Danny's was a flawless performance like there was definitely a lot of acting in there mm-hmm. maybe too much like like the death <laughs> and the when they got thrown in as Davina but I think when you have a script like that like what can you do like yeah. bring Shakespeare to it I don't think mm. so yeah but I really liked Cheddar and I thought what was good was we saw another completely different look from them like yeah we've not seen them do this sort of like trashy brain dead character and it kind of is really at odds with their brand as well because they're so smart and they bring so much like intelligence. Like if you think of like the Queen Elizabeth that they did, like mm, or even the runway really... this week. 
I know, like really top of your intelligence stuff. Yeah. So to be playing like this brain dead, I mean, I know she's an entrepreneur, but like, okay. Um, so I thought that was good. She's brain dead. I, I did she like doesn't it. get much sleep because she has, you know, the same hours in the day as everybody else and she's got to hustle. Yeah, not in my day. Uh, <laughs> full REM zones here. <laughs> like, I actually thought John Burr's was quite good. Like, I thought, I <sighs> guess I understood the note of them being one note, but like, there was they didn't have to say that much that I felt like it was too much. I didn't really get the character. I don't think I don't think I watched that. Britain's Got Talent. No. I'm not sure whether that was a bit past me. It was. Yeah, I mean. It was very one note. I did kind of get it. But I mean, this is really telling you not to follow your dreams. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you dream about being a dog, don't go be a dog. Like, don't yep. follow your dreams, Put guys. Put that on a goddamn t-shirt and I'll buy it. I'll buy that fridge magnet. Don't follow your dreams. Um, no, no, the full, the full <laughs> If you dream of being a dog, <laughs> don't be a dog. Get a merch stand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm earning the same amount as just May is right now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, the minute that she said at the beginning, I had a dream and I thought, Martin Luther Queen, no, you didn't. Like, <laughs> this is not this is not a good moment for you. Actually, the whole episode had me shitting myself because I'm a Jombas fan. Yeah. And I know she's on thin ice. And I was like, I just don't want her to go. I need her another week at least. And so the whole foreshadowing of her going the whole way through mm. was quite painful to me i should have seen the twist because it was so foreshadowed they may as well have you remind me i I forgot it again (laughs) why can't i remember she said i'm gonna turn on the episode next week and be like what (sighs) he's here because how did you feel about the you know at the start of the episode she's basically fishing for an insult she's fishing for danny to say oh it was you thought you go home and then gets very defensive and i think like she's a right to be defensive but she could have also dropped it she wasn't able to drop it. Yeah, that dream had kept her up at night because she was not fully rested. She yeah. was barking mad. And um <laughs> it was a rough night. <laughs> um, she was really pressed about it. But I kind of get it because I don't I, I know it's always so different. You don't know what it's like being in the room. And mm. I think they're at that point now with like, I know we don't know really how the filming cycle works, but they've probably been there the best part of six, seven weeks, maybe longer things get really intense, don't they? Yeah. And I think little things start picking at you because there was another point where someone made a joke. I think Danny made what was actually quite a funny joke. I think I wrote it down. I can't remember. But, like, he made a joke at Jumbers and they did not take it well. No. They snapped straight back and they kind of edited it away from it. But yeah, Jumbers is at the edge. Mm. I can't imagine what they're going to be like next week because... I still feel like they're going to be treated like Jumbas shouldn't be there. They were obviously going home and got saved off of, I don't know, that fucking hat maybe. But I don't know what Rue's decision was thinking there. But I think, yeah, we're going to have more snappy Jumbas. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, they could, like, getting that praise, I know we're jumping ahead again, might be... Well, you know, that's the validation they've been looking for. Right, I might not have a badge, but who else can say this is one of the best looks I've, I've ever run, worn on the runway? So that might be able to calm the snap. Maybe. I don't Muzzle want that, though. I don't yeah. want that. I want I want Jumbas to go full Taylor Swift reputation. I want, <laughs> I want her to be on her vigilante shit. I want her to be like, look what you made me do. I want her to completely separate ourselves from the rest of the group and just be stomping about. Yeah. Um, go solo yeah. i wanted to do a full jerry well it's like... roast it's roast season next week so oh I do, so in the way that you don't know who left yeah i, <laughs> I don't watch the snippets at the end okay I, my boyfriend hates to see what's gonna come next week i don't know why i see it all on twitter anyway so i didn't realize it was roast actually cut off before then so is that what's coming up roast okay. is next week and jumpers would have been great at that if she had stayed <laughs> So anyway, Pixie, how did you find Pixie's Kim Woodburn? Okay, so I was just thrilled to see Pixie impersonate someone that wasn't Matt Lucas impersonating someone (laughs) because all series, all I've got from them is I got a little Britain DVD, so I'm just imitating that. Yeah, yeah, it's because in the criticism, they were saying like, oh, there wasn't a lot of originality in it. 
And I was like, well, that's kind of Pixie's brand. Like they were talking about Pixie doesn't have a USP, but yeah, she does. It's being other people's comedy creation. She's like really good at that. Like the Shirley Bassey I thought was really Matt Lucas doing Shirley Bassey and Rock Profiles. And then in the improv challenge as well, that was like bubbles severe to me. Yeah. And so I thought Kim Woodburn was really good. Kim Woodburn, I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I thought that was a, it, like I was kind of rooting for Pixie to be in the bottom because I was rooting for John Pierce to stay at that point. So I kind of was like, oh yeah, no, critique her. That was, you know, too much. But actually in reality, I think it's a bit like, I guess the point that Danny brought Danny Beard into it, which is to say he took the fun thing about Davina, took that catchphrase, do you want another one? And the bobbly head and the wide eyes expressions and just had fun with it, which I guess is what they want. Whereas Pixie was rigidly sticking to the character, but for the 30 seconds that she's actually speaking and giving dialogue that's specifically written to be Kim Woodburn, like, I think she did a pretty good job at that, you know? Because if if she hadn't done it like that, then it would have been like, oh, it wasn't very Kim Woodburn. Do you know what I mean? There were yeah. moments of it, but it wasn't consistent. Like that voice is quite limiting, I think. Like if you're going to go for that voice, like how do you then have light and shade in it? It's, it's a difficult voice to do. And if she hadn't done it, then it wouldn't have been a thing. And like the makeup was great. Like she mm. really aged herself. I mean, she had practice by doing that same makeup on the uh, Queen team last week and aging her. So, you know, <laughs> we love a pre-run. Um, but yeah, I thought she did a good job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but also like if you think about what's the fun thing about Kim Woodburn, it's like the weird things she comes out with, like chicken liver and don't mess, you know, all these things that she comes out with. Well, Pixie isn't allowed to play with them because she's stuck to the script. So like yeah. there isn't mannerisms that we know about Kim Woodburn other than like the straight back and like the tall pony. So I think she is restricted with what she can do. Um, so I think they were a bit unfair on her. And not everyone could have done that role. Like, I think Danny could have done that role really well. Yeah. But I don't think any of the other three could have. No. Was Bear Grylls always the dud role? What the frig was that? Like, I didn't even get it. When they said Bev Growls, I thought it was going to be, who was the barmaid from Coronation Street or the one oh, see, that... James would have known this. I never watched any of the soaps, so I'm afraid... Beverly McDonald or whatever, Beverly Callard, I think Is might be the one with the blonde, long blonde, yeah, long, long yeah, white yeah. hair? Yeah, yeah, there'll be yeah. people at home screaming, like, yeah. whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, it was going to be Bev, I thought, oh, this is somebody from the soaps. And I was like, oh, no, it's Bear Grylls. Like... Okay, so we have, I mean, we have Big Brother from Kib Woodburn. We have Love Island from Molly May. We have Big Brother again, Danny, uh, from Davina. We have Spring's Got Talent from John Burrs. X Factor was up for grabs. Right, Christopher I see Maloney what. Maloney or Sharon Osbourne or... Nicole Scherzinger. Stacey Solomon. Like, oh, any of these people one. could have been in there instead of Bear Grylls. It didn't make any sense. And also, all the others are... Um, female characters, right? And then Bear Grylls has been given a, a twist. Rue yeah. wrote that one. You know Rue wrote that one because it was like, why can't you just be a leprechaun and just be a female leprechaun? That, that, that's that got Rue's stamp all over it. Why yeah. can't they just be... He's heard of Bell Grylls. Yeah. He hasn't heard of the do other call, one. Do you call him Bell, Bell Grylls? <laughs> I, I do not know. It's not my kind of a program. I nearly <laughs> watched it because Alexandra Burke was on it. Okay. Alexandra Burke, another good one. Yeah. Okay. Dot com. Okay. <laughs> That's a great one. Talisa. Oh, justice for Talisa. Yeah. There were so when many is she people. going to be could... a judge? Right. I'm seeing. Now I'm more angry than I was. Even before. Gemma Collins. I know Gemma Collins has been done a lot. In... To death. Yeah. Tiffany Pollard. I don't know. There's those people they could have yeah. done. Bear Grylls was such a strange choice. And Pepper didn't know what to do with it. God bless. Like, what in the Captain Caveman was that? The look was like Michelle in the Survivor so video really, where yeah. Beyonce and Kelly have drowned her, <laughs> left her on the beach. Sorry you made it type thing. Yeah, yeah. and then Pepper didn't know what to do other than just stand in that oh, oh, stance the whole way through and but scream I, I couldn't her line. What were the lines that were supposed to be funny that just weren't? Because... They hardly had anything to say, really. So I don't know. It was like Eight. if you're gonna do bear grills, it's drinking your own piss, right? Like that's that's the funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. And or being like, 
or the, the twist would be like shouting that you're a survivor, but really being spoiled, like having to have your nails done. Or you could have even brought in some of the Nikki Graham, like I need bottled water. I'm dying. I need bottled water. Yes. Yeah. You could have you could have twisted they, it like that. Yeah. yeah. But like, so either maybe these things were in the script and because she didn't do a good job, they didn't show them to us. Oh, that's but, true. Um, like I, I just didn't see what was supposed to be funny. So I felt it was like a doomed role. See, this is my thing with Drag Race and like sometimes when you get an act like Pepper, like I don't think they have had a chance to really shine as who they are. Mm. There's a good narrative through the show of like talking about how talented they are and like bigging them up. I don't feel like we've really got to see that because I don't think the challenges have really played to their favour except for the lip syncs. Like, it's almost a blessing that they've been in the bottom so many times because yeah. that's where they get to shine. And the runways. They shine on the runways. Yeah, well. they do they shine do. on the runways. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I don't know how important runways are. Like, we're going to get to it in a minute. And it's like, if you do really well in a challenge, and the, the two that were in the bottom were described as some of the best runways that we've ever had in the franchise, mm-hmm. and yet they're in the bottom. So it kind of makes you think, does a runway only matter if it's terrible? Like, yeah. is it is it just a wealth uh, barrier that you have to jump? Like, you have to spend so much money to not look like it a is. sack of I, shit? I sometimes think that, that runways week to week will only split the difference, but a series of bad runways will keep you from winning. That is a good line. Put that on the next T-shirt for the merch stand. <laughs> we'll be burning down this Amazon rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> tote bag um that that is a better moral for life than follow your dreams like um one one bad look won't ruin your life but a series of them and you ain't gonna win life Uh, the the mirror moments this week were all about their relationships with their dad um i thought it was all quite sweet like i think it was relatively spread out amongst them all when they all got the chip in i was very well aware of the four white privileged boys being like my dad loves me and poor black pepper who has a really like bad relationship with her parents um but there was some really nice things that i definitely related to um my dad uh grew up in the 80s so a lot of his music choices are 80s music and i really find it funny about how gay they are like loves <laughs> shop boys loves erasure stuff like that you know and i and they mentioned that as well i think it was pixie was it pixie's dad mm. who loved erasure and no uh, no no wasn't it um danny danny who said about um what's the other guy the guy with the orange head david bowie was it no oh, do, yeah it, yeah he said, said erasure that, yeah. and bowie i think as well so all oh, right um yeah. yeah i thought that was really relatable uh so yeah i thought it was a really nice topic yeah that is nice and actually I had something similar with like my dad like I remember we were on a plane and he was bitching about something oh I think I was flirting to get an extra glass of wine and he was like oh why do I have to do that and I was like he had literally just watched the Elton John film and the Queen film back to back on this plane and I was like please my people have given you everything (laughs) you have nothing without us um so yeah it was I think it was nice because obviously like last week's mirror moments were quite heavy which was really good and like I thought it was really important so yeah. but it's nice when we get like lighter ones as well like especially now to have like coming out stories that are positive um because ugh, the one thing that it can be sometimes as like gay is like it's all trauma porn isn't yeah. it like everything is just so heavy so it was nice to have like four where they're all like it was okay it's cool accept it <clears throat> and then Pepper comes along and you yeah. think oh god because <laughs> the whole time you're sat there being like someone's dad is dead aren't they whose dad is dead please no yeah. So it we was heard nice. Peppa last week as well, so I was like, God, yeah. we know Peppa can't actually chime in on this conversation. I felt like I, I could kind of feel awkwardness on her behalf, kind of, to be like, I don't want to ruin the, you know, it's looked great for you. Anyway, I could definitely smell the white privilege in the room. But yeah. She got to talk about chosen family, like that's that. just as important. And I think, like, that's, I, I don't think, I mean, I don't know, but I imagine that that's not Peppa's takeaway from it, because I yeah. feel like they have a much more positive like I've come through this I'm not going to let this be the defining moment in my life type thing and like honestly I went to Coventry Uni so I know that that must have been the hardest thing for them to do (laughs) because Coventry (laughs) like we don't talk enough about some of the challenges Pepper has overcome Coventry Uni (laughs) please did you know many biomedical scientists every time I may have slept with a few (laughs) 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 Uh, I don't know I think we went to Cobb Uni at different times like 
I was a scholarship student like Pepper, but literally they were handing out scholarships. Like I think I might have been in Superdrug and it just came free with the with the receipt. <laughs> you want to go country you know? <laughs> want it in a McDonald's meal. Um, uh, apparently Coventry is a decent union. When I went, it was like one, four, three. Like now it's top 20. So I feel oh. like I bought a house in a rundown area and it's just there upgraded. Yeah, well, look, shows how old I am. They're boasting you as an alum. That's all jumping <laughs> up the rankings. <laughs> uh, the category was rough and ready. Why didn't they call it ruffle and ready? I don't know. I, oh, I don't know why good. they do these things. Uh, first up was Danny. First of all, Lorraine Pascal. What a beautiful woman. Uh, do not know who Lorraine Pascal was. I thought she was like a cook or something. I don't know who she is, but I loved her. <laughs> just oh, she came tits out, yeah. tits out. She, yeah, she said that. She was happy with that. She was she looked just, great. like stunning. I was like in love with her. Um, yeah, loved her. Danny was up first with the, how would you call this color? It was like electric blue, but there was green in it as well. I couldn't quite put my finger on how to describe it. The day at the races, yeah. it was like shiny and metallic. It was kind of like the most femme we've ever seen from Danny. And I think it really worked. I love that. And I was really glad because I was thinking all episode, like, oh, are we going to get the same Danny face? Like, is this, are we going to criticism for this? Because they're normally quite harsh when people don't change up their makeup. Yeah. So I think it was the right look at the right time. She was the most gorgeous lampshade I've ever seen. Um, I loved it. <laughs> now, Jumpers, look, easy the best we've seen her. Definitely one of the best of the season. The gorgeous white tulle robe with the mint green boots and sort of bustier and the gorgeous blonde hair uh yeah like she wa- i really wowed me when she turned the corner because she'd been talking all episode about how she was a fashion queen all and I was season like, are you Aaron, all season she's been talking about being a fashion queen and i haven't seen it yet i i tapped out of that bit because i was too in love with it um and i i i tuned in just at the right time yeah. um yeah, I love this look. I thought it was so J-Lo. And I've been thinking, like, from last week's episode, I wasn't the biggest fan of her makeup, and it made me think, like, oh, this isn't as, like, styled and as, as good as the rest of them. And then, like, her makeup today was really, really good. Um, Yeah, I love the, like, the perfectly placed hat with the feather I don't even know her type moment going on. It was a bit, was there an element of, like, Southern Belle I was getting from it? I think like, with those really big hats with the feathers, yeah, that, that's yeah. definitely very Southern Belle, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely loved it. Uh, cheddar, then the yellow and black ruffle to the pansy look to represent. What did you just call me? <laughs> uh, did you write that in your notes? Uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was ready with that joke. I was like, I got to write that one down <laughs> to represent the pansy project, a project I hadn't heard of before. I'm not sure if it's over here. Um, but again, like I said it a few weeks ago, like that is drag. It is comedy. It is fashion and is educational and bringing, you know, making you a more um, well-educated person and more aware of your surroundings just by watching their drag. And I mean, that is exactly what we want from our drag queen. So, yeah, loved this. Yeah, that's I think what Cheddar's strength really is like. I do not love the look. Like, I didn't look at it and it wasn't, like, my favourite. And then when the, you start talking, you start learning about it, you're like, oh, God, this is where you're so good, like, the depth of what you do. And, like, you're right, like, that's exactly what drag should be. And it's, it is punk, isn't it? And that's what that's being. And mm-hmm. I think this is where Drag Race as a franchise really excels, is when it brings in those moments and it it isn't just this frivolous, sexualized thing. Like, I have noticed this series, we've had a lot less, of the Brit crew involved. And I wonder yeah, whether true. this is, a, uh, you know, a deliberate move to like elevate the series to be, I don't want to say high brow, but <laughs> maybe it is. <laughs> um, and so I thought, yeah, like Cheddar's just so good at this. Like, I think they really bring an extra layer to this competition. And yeah, I think I think that's really important. I mean, I thought she looked like a pop zit, but the, the meaning was really great. And I really love that pansy idea, like that they, place and they plant pansies in places where there's been yeah Yeah. i mean i'm terrified the entire uk will be a pansy within a fortnight but i look forward to might be good for your co2 emissions you know (laughs) we'll just hit net zero baby (laughs) 
Uh, Black Pepper gave us that sort of denim club kid with those uh, blue to green sort of um, sequins throughout the gloves and the legs. Face Keeney, the house down boots. Loved it. Yeah, I thought it was a denim erection, um, but it was cool as fuck. Um, Do I like it? No. So I think it was stunningly put together. Yes. Like, I thought that was a really clever. And it always, this is why I always kind of want to know, I kind of want notes at the bottom of like, you know, when you get like a Vogue magazine and it says like who styled it and like who the dress is by. Like, this is where I want to know, like who made it and who designed it. Like, because that's where I think some of these queens would really shine. shine, Because I think a lot of Pepper's designs are her ideas, her mm. designs. And I don't know whether that is true with all of the queens. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah. I thought you were going to say, do you know in those in those magazines that where it's like, and the shoes are 25 euro in <laughs> Debenhams. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want that was 15 euro on wish.com. <laughs> Waistband model zone. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, love that. I didn't, you know, the only thing I didn't get because of the, clown hat mm. I didn't and then there was like the sequin I thought they were like bunny ears hanging out the back I didn't really get what that was and then is that it was the maybe the rain or on... someone said it was a do-rag and I was like oh, oh that yes cool. okay yeah because something came off during the lip sync but I couldn't work out what it was so it must have been the it do-rag. was pray that I mean the, this is the only thing that I think because of the way that we watch on tv and, and maybe my tv is not big enough but it's you don't always get the detail like I think it was last week, wasn't it, that Pepper got criticised for the simplicity of the black dress. Yeah. Whereas like, this week is so complex and so high design that actually a lot of that is lost. And I think sometimes when you watch it on TV, it can mm. just come across as a bit chaotic and, and messy. Yeah. I, and I think there is like a bit of a divide there between like what they see on the, the main stage and what we, how it translate on telly. Mm. Yeah. But I guess it's up to them to try portray it as best as possible so we get the element of it i have to say up to this point <clears throat> i think it's probably one of the best runways of drag race uk i think there was one in season two towards mm. the end it was really really strong and then pixie came out well she loves impersonation so much she decided to give shadow a run <laughs> yeah the queen lizzie i mean i just it was too it was too short first of all she the loves the short. Good. She loves a short dress, though. I think she's that's her brand. She's like, I'm all legs. Cool, but don't <laughs> impersonate somebody who famously wears a long dress. Then we don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe <clears throat> old Queen Lizzie loved it short too. She was like three inches higher. Yeah, I don't know. I was far too short for me. I really appreciate the hair. I thought the beat looked good. The rest of it felt a bit. I don't know. Costume. I think yeah I think maybe it is because it's like compared to the other ones as well like when yeah. you, when it's on a strong week like maybe if that had been another week it might not have been so much but what I do appreciate is like Pixie always brings a character so like she does bring a character to her own way so like doing the Queen Elizabeth and I know we've had that in Snatch Game but she wouldn't have known that when she prepared that look sure. yeah I know. so like it is good the wig was gorgeous but I I felt like I noticed the the hairline more than normal. So like, I didn't think that looked great on the screen. The back, I, I know we don't often see the backs of mm. these dresses sometimes, but the back was a bit, ugh, for me, like, give it the edit, cut that. Don't don't make us have to look at that. Like, she doesn't deserve that. And you said she, did, she gave a character. Do you feel she walked that runway like Elizabeth I? No, she gave a character in print. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, she didn't serve it on the runway in that way. But runways are really hard. I have so much more respect now. I did, um, I don't know if she says, but I was like, um, (laughs) I was a Mr. Gay UK finalist. And there was, (laughs) really. (laughs) What's the timestamp? How long did it take him to drop that? Oh, only 40 minutes, people. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) It's one of those humiliating things I've done in my career. Like you had to do this runway and I thought it would be the easiest thing in the world. And oh my God, like walking when other people are watching is so hard. Yeah. So I, I, I have more respect for that. Like, cause I think, yeah, sometimes serving something is not the, not the easiest thing. I was not, there was a reason I didn't win. <laughs> I didn't sleep with the judges. <laughs> I also the didn't deserve best. to win. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Drop any more pencils. Because even in the voiceover, she's like, I know we've seen this already. And, and I was, 
she came across as defeatist as if you know i she kind of was like i know this isn't up to scratch and look i mm. appreciate that and part of me was like don't undersell yourself and i was like look you know so she was probably in her head and she was probably was like look they're not gonna love this i'm just gonna go ahead and give them my all so yeah there's nothing really yeah. to do at that point you're right that must have been hard actually because we know the the way that they filmed it the minute <laughs> um Cheddar went out as Queen Elizabeth at Snatch Game. She's thinking, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is also just made me think the biggest rough of the runway was probably Queen Elizabeth two weeks ago in Snatch Game. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, yeah. What was Jomba's roughs then? Were they, like, in the sort of... I think it was in the tool, was it? Right, the okay. The tool? I don't know. I'm I don't think okay. uh, Rue <laughs> saying to Pixie, I followed you on your journey. Now, to me, that meant I've scrolled back, <laughs> back on your Instagram page. Um, yeah, like, do we I think RuPaul is actually like, follows Pixie Polite and is like, what's Pixie doing this weekend? <laughs> oh, she's doing a she's doing a gig in Dagenham. Like, I don't think that's really what's going on. The Dagenham gig is good. I will not have you badmouth Dagenham. I'm a big, I'm a big deal up there. Um, yeah, I... Truthfully, I think it was just something that Rue says. I don't think there was any meaning behind it. Okay. I think she genuinely thought it would be taken seriously. Just that I followed you on your... She meant from week one. I've been here for almost all of the weeks. <laughs> I followed you. you on your journey of the last four weeks. Yeah. Or maybe, because then she used to date tea or coffee. Maybe, you know, she popped her head around the filming. Or maybe she was filming it. So she, you know, seen the fingers yeah. and seen the journey in there. I believe um, that... I believe Rue's... Rue has come across Cheddar gorgeous. Not necessarily Pixie Polite. Come across? Come in? Come over? Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I, I think Rue has... I thought that, that, that Rue has, like, scrolled through the Instagram and was, like, seen as where she's come. And, like, you know, I am proud of you. You've done a great job from the Queen I saw, you know, however many years ago. But... It's portrayed as if Rue is like actively checking Pixie Blades every weekend to see what he's doing. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, no, she's a big fan. Yeah, I, I believe that. I did have to say, like, I know we're kind of dunking on Pixie Polite. I did feel sorry for her in Untucked when she said, if I don't make it to the top three, then that will vindicate every nasty thing I've ever said to myself. And I really felt that that was such, first of all, like a, such a bad way to frame things. Like, you should never let like first of all we shouldn't be saying these nasty things to ourselves mm. we can't help but we're only human and then to let this external metric that's out of your control be a justification like it should be at least the other way around which is if i get to the top three then every every encouraging thing i said to myself has been justified rather than every nasty thing i've said about myself is true because of this external thing i can't control that really made me sort of gave me a glimpse into the demons she must be facing mm. and I did feel a lot of empathy for her and that in that moment yeah I actually missed her say that I must have been writing down that pansy joke yeah but, <laughs> that was good she needed to I get feel, that it was worth it it was fun to get that written down um, <laughs> um I'm sad I'm sad to hear that as well and like it, it does I mean this is the thing and like it's terrible and we you know we sit here and you know you've got no shade okay little shade but it's it's hard because these people are on telly and they are putting themselves there and you're you're not in control of the edit you don't know how you come across it you know you were saying earlier about Dakota getting this like national treasure edit I I don't really think Pixie has had that and I don't know how popular they will have been made from the edit um and like yeah that is shocking because you know even if you're the worst this week or even if you went home in the first week of the series like you got to the point of being there and that's absolutely incredible and puts you on a top layer mm. um and you know you're still going to go on to have a great career like doing the clubs and and doing all that it'll you know it'll be full-time and you'll you'll still achieve a lot so yeah it is but I think that's an art thing and it is good to see that as well and and, and to hear those things and it was nice to have the contrast of I really like Cheddar's attitudes in this yeah. like this like and it's been consistent the whole way through this like quiet competitive confidence it's not it's not abrasive and it's not challenging, but it is self-assured. And I don't think we see a lot of that. That is a kind of new dimension to it. And I really appreciate that. I like that. Yeah. No, like Cheddar has such a refreshing approach to everything. 
you know, again, that's because she's shattered. She's so insightful. She's so mindful. She's so like ready to share her knowledge with you. Mm. Um, yeah. So I know that made me feel bad for for Pixie. Um, then we get, get got some messages from home, which always make me cry. Oh, well, before that, there was something that I did pick up on as well. Um, when they were like, Danny is not glam and beautiful. You, you know, when they gave some props for, oh, yeah. this is a different look for you. And they're like, oh, you look stunning. You're and not. it's because you never felt glam and beautiful. But today you realized. I was a, beautiful. Well, I was a bit surprised at that because I've, um, I did a gig with Danny not long ago. And like in real life, he's fit. Like, mm-hmm. and on stage, he's sexy as fuck. Like, so I was surprised at that. I didn't get it. Like, but I, I would. think <laughs> like the adjectives you use there are more about his masculinity. Right. His femininity. And I think that it was, he wasn't comfortable in pure, feminine beauty I think is what they were right. trying to say and that's what he was giving this week mm, that's good because I thought he did look good like that and I thought it was good that we saw him do that yeah definitely so yeah I mean I don't know if there's much to say in these uh messages from home we got Jumper's family Pixie's parents Cheddar's partner Peppa's friend Jay Mack famous Michael Bartis in Ireland we've had him on the podcast before oh yeah so happy to see him and then uh who Danny's partner who doesn't love the camera does Danny's boyfriend (laughs) I have met him actually he's he's quite quiet and shy so I was surprised but gorgeous apartment he he keeps a tidy home Mm, um, and that I appreciated um I loved, I thought we learned a lot from these home VTs. I don't normally love them, but it was exciting. We learned that Jumper's brother is doing Movember. So thank you. Uh, my testicles salute you. Um, <laughs> um, testicle saluting, is that just ejaculation? Is, is that what we're <laughs> I wouldn't say. He was fit, bro. He was <laughs> yeah. um, but the minute Jumper's came up first and he started crying, and I was like, are they only going to play Jumper's? Is he just going home? Yeah, I wasn't sure. Because he's going home. So I was like, no, don't take them from me. Um, I do think there is a thing with Cheddar, like, because we met their partner, Mm -hmm. who uh, very young, very good looking. How old is Cheddar? Cheddar could literally be 18 or could be 1,092. It's the alienness of them, really. It's like they defy time. Are they late 30s? I think so. But like, obviously in Drag Race, late 30s is a grandma. Because I remember with the Jinx, monsoon in the last all stars all winners where they kept hitting on about how jinx was so old and then i found out jinx was a year younger than me and i nearly fell off a bridge by being oh, I bang on exactly 38 apparently so so young so young pepper's bt made me a bit i want to give pepper a hug i don't think they're getting the best run in the series and then for their bt to be from their best friend and then to say i met them a year ago like that made me kind of sad like i've had an apple in my handbag longer than that and, like <laughs> you know it's still a good relationship but maybe it's not not my best relationship so i i, I want so much for pepper i think and I, I i feel like that's gonna come from the series but yeah i don't think they have all their all their accolades and wins yet yeah hopefully i do know like i do still remember season three they did these uh these messages from home in the finale and Mm. we were doing a live show at that point and we really found that the fact that kitty scott claus had loving parents at a conservatory made her incredibly (laughs) unrelatable roommates when the parents left them i I think they all managed to come up unscathed from that. Okay. We haven't liked anybody less from this, so that is a win for the ball. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Take it as a win. Even though I did feel bad for Cheddar when when they're all like, Jumper, is your brother's hot? And then Cheddar's boyfriend comes up and they're and she was like, Isn't he hot? You don't need to be competing, Cheddar. You you got this. Yeah. So Cheddar wins the challenge. Do you agree? Um it's a tough one there are no well the real winner here was Lorraine because she played three characters she played Miss Pascal she played left boob and she played right boob and (laughs) it was she was carrying the show and a a heavy bra um I I, it's tough sometimes you get challenges like this where it's a I don't know if there is a clear winner but if you're taking the runway into account as well like I I think there's an, an extra depth there so yeah, well, it was going to be Danny or Cheddar, wasn't it? I yeah. guess, and it's like a toss-up at that point. They've, they've, the two of them have won the last 
four challenges. So this makes them the five, five challenges because Danny won two in a row and then Chad has won three in a row. So it's really a, the two, a two horse race at this point. So five challenges then. Yeah. Including this episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ugh, the fake. And, and you oh, have God. to fancy Danny for the roast next week. So you didn't see the clip. Ashling B is the mentor for the roast. Oh, well, she'll thrive, yeah. Uh, yeah. And About even, time. Even in that, Ashling was like, I'd love you to roast me. And, and Danny goes, not in those boots. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's just take Danny's going to win next uh, week. And then they both have four badges going into the final. I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. on the other end of the scoreboard, John Bruce versus Black Pepper too. <sighs> and I feel you'll enjoy, you'll will have enjoyed this deep cut having spoken about Spice Girls and Sugar Babes in your career. Booty love, some kind of rush. Right? They will be like, the real winners of this show are booty love who are finally getting a royalty check. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> they can't be playing the small letters of Mighty Hoopla anymore. No. Rue, lit, Rue, Rue was singing the words. I was surprised. I know, yeah. Rue loves a deep cut pop song. To be fair, like, I would love to see Rue's iPod because I don't imagine they've, you know, <laughs> that they've got much further technology. I love the way that you think, yeah, an iPod is still on the Walkman. Yeah. Like, Ravens to... at the back taping it. Because <laughs> <laughs> even like when they used to do What's the Tea? I remember he had like Sierra on and he was like, now the Dave Auday remix of this track is amazing. And like, he loves his pop gems. So I could definitely see this as a Rue track. I have to say, I never really loved Booty Love. I think Boogie Tonight was on so much. It did my head in like that kind of fell out of love with them. Um, it's hard but- to think of a second or third song that they've done, isn't it? They do sound very similar, but yeah, yeah I think they're bangers. Yeah. yeah. No, I appreciated it. Um, and then, <laughs> but I think John... this, this was a hard song though. For like, it's a good upbeat song, but it's mm. maybe not got a lot of layers to it. And I think when you know that Pepper is in the bottom two, how do you compete with that? Like yeah. it, it was set from the off because the only way I think to beat Pepper in a lip sync would be if there was comedy to it sure. or it was a slow song because you know the gymnastics are coming. And Jumbas tried like when she could see. Pepper was going in for a roll. She did a little skid along the floor, like try and take some of that limelight. I thought that was smart. Yeah, the way like Buzz Lightyear says he doesn't fly, he falls with style. Jumpers like didn't do stunts. She just threw herself on the ground with style. Yeah, she rolled. Um, I love the way that they were like, this is the most beautiful outfit that we've maybe ever seen on the runway. So instantly she took it off because she was like, I'm going home. I'm not ripping this. I'm going to need this. It'll be on Vinted in the morning. I'll be wearing this to every regional pride you're going to see me next year. Don't you worry about that. Um, I kind of, she was really trying. I didn't really know if I got the, what the Jane Fonda of it all was. Like, there was was a lot of these arms. Yeah, the armography with the little, uh, you could imagine the little dumbbells in the arms. Yeah, it was getting to the end of the day and her Fitbit was like, we've got to get the reps in. You are a few points behind closing that hole. And every time it was like, turn the music up, she held the the headphone to her ear and she turned that dial up every single time. It's called literal. Um... Yeah, it was good. I think she tried her best there for what it could be. And it was it was a... And were you rooting I'm, for her? Oh, I was rooting the whole way through. But I didn't... Like, how can you root for her when she's up against... But unless Pepper fell and broke another knee, do you know what I mean? We can't have another knee incident, but... Yeah. I don't... Yeah. And could get cancelled for this, but I don't love a lip sync. I, it's my least favourite part of the show normally. Although I really did enjoy the... Um, Baby was it against Dakota when it was the sixth song yeah. earlier this season. But normally I just, I don't know. I don't know where they go with it at this point. Like there's been so many and like the gymnastics are so amazing. But if you can't do that, it's, I, I don't know. It's not they don't my seem, favorite yeah, thing. I, I take your point. I do like it mostly because I like to hear the deep cup pop songs. Mm. Like in the early days, there were so many of these like, freestyle classics like the two of hearts or you know that you'd hear like it'd be like remix to some song by climax c-l-y-m-y-x-x-x whatever you're like this is like a cool 80s deep cut and that's what i like most about it and then you get some good performances in it but now they just seem to only reward gymnastics there seems to be very less 
actual appreciation of the craft of being able to enunciate the words in time with the rhythm to embody the character all yeah. these things seem to be lost that were like this is why jujubee was such a legendary queen at it like she was able yeah. to give good mouth you know like but now it's just like who can do the splits like how many times have we seen Rue with with the oh my god like shock at a split <laughs> at a box split like yeah I mean acting she came through you can't say she's not a talented queen <laughs> I've seen AJ and the queen no I haven't. Uh, uh, also what I did think was stunning was Pepper's like Sierra end move you know that mm, full lean back like yes. that was that was good not that easy to do in a heel that was good. Uh, so that's the episode. They, it was a double chante. I it's the first time I was genuinely surprised by the double chante. Obviously, so surprised that I forgot what's <laughs> happened at least three times during this episode. Uh, will I remember by next week? I can't guarantee it. I wasn't super surprised. I'm really glad that I saw it live and it wasn't spoiled for me on Twitter. I kind of had a feeling. I don't know why. Last night I had a dream where I cracked an egg and it had two yolks in it. And I thought, no, Aaron, this dream is telling me something. Um, I don't know. There was something in it that made me think, I don't know whether it's just I love Jumbo so much I didn't want to let go. Mm. But I had a feeling and there was something in Rue's tone that made me think, you're staying. You're staying, huh? Well, I was because there must be only two episodes left. So um, I was, it's obviously going to be a top four now rather than a top three. Uh, or they kick two out next week. Yeah. I don't or they that. just kick out three and let um, Danny and Cheddar just go for it because I mean, that's where we're going to be. That's where it's going to be. I feel Black Pepper deserves a place at the top. That would be nice. I would really like that for her, actually. Um, because so you would really rather good. jumpers, you'd, you'd like Pixie to go home next week? Out of, out of them all, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to say if anyone should go, but I definitely don't want to see Jambas go or Pepper go or Danny go or Jenna go. So I mean, I wouldn't want to say. And who's gonna win? I I think Danny's won. Yeah, I've thought that for a few weeks. I think I think the narrative has has said it that way, and I I I like that. I think I'm happy with that. I think it's they've been on the scene for a long time. I feel like they've really worked. They're, they're a legend and they're all right before the show, mm-hmm. so I feel like they deserve it. And I think they'll be a good winner. Having said that, I would be very happy for Cheddar to win too. I would be happy for Pepper to win. I'd be ecstatic if Jumbo's won. Um, but I, there, there's no one I would say should go home. <laughs> well, UK must be, other than season one, the least predictable outcome of any franchise because everyone thought Bimini was going to win and Lawrence won. Everyone thought Kitty Scott Claus was going to win. And Crystal oh, did they? Oh, I never thought Kitty was going to win. I thought she did well to get to the final. Who, um, did Crystal Versace was going to win? No, actually, to be fair, I'd forgotten yeah. she had one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought she went home three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, no, that was a surprise. Yeah. So, yeah. like, they're setting it up for Danny. Who knows? It could be Black Pepper. Like, I genuinely do not know what could be the first UK twinner. We haven't had a twinner in the UK. I I would be here for a double crowning. Yeah, because they're so different as well. And I think Cheddar would be a good winner because I don't think we've had a winner like that. Certainly no. not in the UK. Um, no, not anywhere. No one has that sage, you know, look on life. Like maybe Raja does to a certain bit, like this educates yeah. you in a look. But yeah, it would be a totally different winner, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Well, Aaron... Thank you so much for chatting with today. This has been really, really fun. I can you let people it. know what you've got going on, where they can follow you, all those things. Yeah, so I'm at Aaron Twitchin on all socials. And my only fans is double A R O N eggplant peach emoji. <laughs> can you imagine? I'm not, yeah. Um yeah, and no I'm, judgment. And no judgment. No like judgment. people gotta make money, but I'm terrible at it. Like I'm not a top or a button. I just lay on my side and let people admire me. Um <laughs> That would only fans. Are. People are into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm a stand-up comic, so I'm gigging all across the country, um, and you can find me at my humbly titled website, www.iloveaaron.co.uk. It's the .co.uk that keeps it humble. I'm not it like does, .com. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's like he loves himself, but he won't spend the money for the .com. limitations. I'm a jumbers. <laughs> I know the edges. I'm a big deal in Dagenham. <laughs> He's got a big ego and a budget, that man. I still shop in Morrison. Please, <laughs> as if anyone can afford Morrison's these days. 
that's all for this week thank you so much for listening james and i will be back next week with the next episode i guess the penultimate episode which is the roast which will be very exciting i'll see you then see you love you bye this show is part of the head stuff podcast network a hub for the creative and the curious Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.